Welcome to the Renewed by Truth podcast. Do you struggle with feelings of unworthiness, self-doubt, or just feeling like you are not enough? Do you want to make more of an impact for God's kingdom, but have beliefs that hold you back? Trust me, I have been there. If you are plugging in here today, this is not another self-help podcast, but one steeped in biblical truth. I will help you overcome limiting beliefs, find your true identity in Christ, and live out your God-given purpose. My name is Candy Creech, and this is the Renewed by Truth podcast. Let's get started. Welcome back, friends, to the Renewed by Truth podcast. I'm your host, Candy Creech, and we are going to jump right in and get started today because I want to talk to you about mountains and valleys. <laughs> and our pastor preached on a topic recently, and, and he was talking about a little bit about mountains and valleys. And, and while he was preaching, I got to thinking about all of my valley experiences and what I learned in them and what makes a valley experience different for me now than when I was younger and used to go through things. And I want to share this with you because I'm hoping it'll help give you some perspective. Okay. So when he was talking, I got to thinking that I could remember every valley experience that I've been through since I was a teenager. And I remember what God did during that time. I remember the transformation that took place and how things changed for me. And I just kind of started listing them out in my notes. And then I got to thinking about the mountaintop experiences. And what I realized is I've had a lot of them and I've had an amazing life and I'm thankful for that. But I don't remember the transformation on the mountaintop. I only remember the transformation in the valley. So I want to share just a few things that God did as he transformed my heart as he renewed my mind with truth during those times, just a few things that he did. So first of all, before I do that, I want you, if you are going through a valley right now, I want you to know that God sees it. He loves you. He is with you. There is a reason, but you may not know the reason yet. You may not know the reason ever. But if you trust in him, he is going to give you that peace. Remember, the Bible talks about he gives peace that transcends all understanding. It's peace during the valley moments that we can't explain. Okay, so I want you to know that he is with you to continue to trust to trust him. And God doesn't have bad things for you. He has good things for you, but he he knows best. And during those valley times is when he starts to transform us. If we allow it, if we allow it during those times, he starts to transform us so we will look more like him. And it's during those valley times that that, that happened. So I just want to share a few things that happened to me. So first of all, during my valley experiences, God brought me to him. He brought me to him, and sometimes it was all that I had. He was all I had during those times. I was all alone. Nobody else knew. I didn't have anybody that I could turn to, or maybe I didn't want to turn to anybody. There was no one that could help me. He was the only one. And so one of the things I realized is God is my God, (laughs) and there's nothing else that can be replace him in my life. So if I'm trying to make something else my God, 
and try to get, get satisfaction from something else or from someone else to fill that hole, it's not going to happen. And I truly believe that that loneliness helped me realize that parents can't fill that void, spouses can't, boyfriends, girlfriends, children's, friends, an affair. There's nothing, nothing that can fill that void but God. And so when he brought me there, he says, look, quit trying to make other things your God. And so those are just people, right? People that we try to make a God. And then, but let's talk about things. What if it's alcohol? What if it's drugs? What if it's achievement? What if it's validation? What if it's money? What if it's your job or your career? Or maybe it's the activities you put your kids in. If those are all things that you're trying to fill that place that God needs to be, you're not going to find satisfaction. So sometimes when God brings you to that valley of complete loneliness where all we have is to depend on Him and there's nothing else, that's when we realize that He can fulfill every need we have. We don't have to turn anywhere else. So that's one thing that I learned while I was in the valley. Another thing that the valley has done for me before has really brought me to my knees, to repentance and to trust and to faith in God and to quit trying to control things that were out of my control and and saying, okay, God, I realize there's nothing I can do here. And it brought me to my knees and it brought me to repentance. And this is just where my faith and trust grew during that time in those valleys. So if you've ever had those valley experiences where you're like, yes, I've had that, and that is where my faith grew. That's where my trust in God grew. I would love to know about it. Like, send me a private message and tell me. I would absolutely love to know. Another thing that I found in those valley experiences is I can't change anyone else. And this was a big one for me because I tend to want to fix things, organizations, and people. (laughs) I do. I just want to, I want to fix everything where it all works well together. I always tease my husband when he's like, I don't, I don't need help with that. I'm like, but I'm your helpmate. I want to, I want to fix this. And now it's a joke because we've been married over 30 years, but you still couldn't joke about that, right? I, I thought it was my responsibility to fix things. And it wasn't, that wasn't bad on my part. And if you are thinking the same thing or struggling in that area, it's not that you're a bad person I mean, your intentions are good, right? But what I had to realize is I cannot change anyone else, but I can always change myself. And I remember a specific Bible study I was doing. It was called Change, and it was about changing the attitude in your mind. And I don't remember all the specifics of the Bible study. I just remember the name of it. But I remember what happened was I, God used that Bible study for me to come to realization that I said, you know what, I'm just going to work on me. I'm going to let everybody else worry about themselves, and I'm just going to work on me. I'm going to be more positive. I'm going to change my attitude, and I'm going to be different. And that was a a real turning point for me in the Valley. And so that's one of those things that I'll remember. I don't think I will ever, ever forget that. So that's, that's one of the things. It's just the fact that I can't change anyone else. And then there's times that I've been in the Valley, and I realized that my obedience to God is more important than anything else. It's more important than my obedience to anyone else. It's more important than choosing things of this world 
It's more important than trying to live up to a standard. It's more important than validation from others. But walking in obedience to God, no matter what others think of me, was it just became very important to me. Because what happened when I was in the valley, I trusted God. I learned how to trust Him. I learned that He loved me and He had the best for me over anyone else. And that I just needed to trust that. And I always needed to go to Him. And that things didn't happen without His approval. So if I felt rejected by others, maybe there's something God wanted to work out in me. And I just needed to trust Him. So I just realized that my obedience to God was more important than anything else. And more important than choosing the things of this world, always. You know, sometimes that's a daily battle for us because we're so in the world. And when we have social media and we have television and we have news and we have just the knowledge that we have at our fingertips, whether some of it's false knowledge, sometimes we don't know what to believe, what not to believe, but just all of that coming at us so fast. And when we can Google absolutely anything, we have to be so careful about choosing God over choosing the things of this world. So those were just a few things that I learned while I was in the valley. And I know that a lot of you have been in probably a deeper valley than I have. But this is the hope that I'm going to tell you. There's a couple of things that I want to share with you through these experiences that I really think will help you today. One is when I was studying the 23rd Psalm, I studied it from a book written from the perspective of a shepherd. So everything that says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I mean, how many of us have the 23rd Psalm memorized or at least part of it? I studied it from the perspective of a shepherd and sheep, and it just opened my eyes because, you know, Jesus is our shepherd, and we're his sheep. And when I when I saw all the things that he does for us, and sometimes it's things that's painful that or we think is painful, or that he's trying to keep us from something fun when he's actually trying to protect us, it just opened my eyes. So one thing that I saw when I was studying that, is it says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. So, you know, that's on how many funeral things, funerals do you go to? And it's on the little program, like you see it all the time. Well, when I read that, what stood out to me, and I know God showed this, is we're walking through the valley of the shadow of death. We're not staying there. We're not dead. We're having a moment, right? God's, you know, something's not going great in our life. Um, We're having a spiritual battle or whatever it is. We're walking through it, you know, and God is there with us. And he's, that means there's another side to it. That means we're going to get through the valley. Okay. We're going to get to the other side. We're going to get to the mountaintop. So that was very encouraging to me to say, okay, hey, I'm not stuck here forever. So if you're feeling stuck, I get it. I felt stuck. Many times I have felt stuck. So what changes now? Do I still go to the valley? Of course. We are going to be in the valley more than we are the mountaintops. And you want to be thankful for this. And let me tell you why. Sometimes those mountaintop experiences, we're not ready for And God knows that, and so we haven't gotten there yet because he knows we couldn't handle the pressure on the mountaintop. In my own life, as I've watched 
things happen and things progress in my life with my spiritual journey, with my own business and things like that, that's one thing that I've realized. I'll look back and go, wow, now I know why God didn't bring me to this point earlier in my life because I couldn't have handled it because he was still refining me. He was saying, hey, you still need to depend more on me. You need to quit relying on your own strength. You need to rely on my strengths. My grace is sufficient for you. And that's what it says in 2 Corinthians 12, 9. My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. And that's one thing that I realized that on that mountaintop, if you're trying to do everything in your own strength, you're going to get burnt out. You're going to get tired. You're going to have that hustle mentality like, I got to do more, I got to do more, I got to have more. And what you're doing is you're trying to do everything in your own strength instead of relying and trusting in God. Remember, I did a podcast on, if you want to go back and listen on, we plant the seeds and we water them, but God makes them grow. And so when we're trying to rely on our own strength, then we're trying to be the one that grows the seeds too. And we can't do that. That is not our job. And that's one of those things that I learned in the valley. I didn't learn that on the mountaintop. So I realized through everything that God was showing me is that mountaintop, sometimes we're not ready for what's out there. We couldn't handle it. Our emotions couldn't. We may not have the skills that are needed. There's things that we just need to grow in to be able to handle all of those things. So now when I'm in the valley and I feel that, like I know, like whatever's going on, you know, whatever's about to happen, things aren't going right. The first thing I always do is draw near to God. And because of all the years that I've spent in scripture, he brings these verses to my mind. And I would encourage you, you hear me say it every week, you got to get in the word you got to store it in you. Does that mean you have to memorize a bunch of verses? I don't have a ton of verses memorized. I couldn't tell you exactly where every verse is and have it memorized, but I have the meanings of them stored in my heart. I know they're there. And a lot of those I learned when I was in the valley. Okay, so in 2021, I've talked about this before, the first part of 2021, really for eight months, I was in a valley. Now, this valley was different than any other valley I'd ever, ever been in before, okay? And and honestly, it was not, it was hard, but it was hard in a different way. And one thing that made it, I guess I would say, not necessarily easy, because it was difficult, but different is the fact I had a different perspective, So the first thing that I did is spent time in prayer and asking God, what do you want to show me? Because I know when I'm in a valley, that means you're wanting to show me something. And I don't know what my next step is in life because that's the kind of valley I was in. Then, like, I don't know what my next step is in life. I know there's something you have for me, but I don't know what it is. So, you know, that's where I felt him calling and saying, draw near to me, draw near to me, draw near to me, like over and over again. I'm like, you know what? Okay, let me quit trying to answer the question. So that is what changed from when I was in my 20s and 30s and even early 40s, I think, to now is I was constantly asking why, why didn't I get that job? Why weren't my kids doing what they're supposed to do? And why was I in this financial situation? Why was my husband acting this way? Why did I lose this friend? Why, why, why? That's what I ask over and over again. That kind of sounds like whining when I say it like that. It's like, wham, 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 why, 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 same thing. 
And But that's what I was doing. And I'm so thankful that God loves me. And he put up with my wah, wah, wah. He did. He put up with it. And he heard me. And he saw me. And he knew I was hurting. So the difference now when I'm in a valley is I don't say why. I say what. What am I What do I need to do here, God? And so that's what I would say. If you can change that perspective from why to what. So when you are in a valley, the first thing is draw near to God. Get in the word. Get on your knees. Get in prayer and say, God, what are you wanting to show me? Is there something in my life I need to get rid of? Is there somewhere I need to trust you? Is this just going to be a hard season and I'm going to stay on my knees because I know that you're going to provide? So that is the first thing is drawing near to him. Okay, so that's a different perspective that I have now. The other thing that changed, you know how I told you when years ago when I was in the valley and I realized that I can't change anyone else, but I can always change myself. Another thing that's different for me is I don't get down on myself. And I see this with people because this is what I've learned. This is what Satan wants. When he's when we're in the valley, he is going to attack everything about us. He's going to attack how we feel. He can attack our health. He can attack our family. Um, he's also going to attack our emotions because he knows when he can get us down and depressed, right? If you've been depressed, you know you just want anything anything that would get you out of that and you and so you start trying to find the coping let me find the things to cope so I can get out of this what can I do to to get this away from me this depression this anxiety I hate it and that is a lot of the times where we turn to coping things to drugs to alcohol to achievements to running ourselves ragged so we don't slow down so we don't think about it and that's what satan wants okay he wants to do that to you so don't buy into that don't try to find something to replace god to take that away just trust god and let him work work through that with you but don't get down on yourself because sometimes we're in the valley we think that this is all our fault i mean there's consequences of actions yes but a lot of times The valley has nothing to do with sin, and it has more to do with God refining you. And he does need you to let go of some things, and he does need you to see things in a different way, and he's leading you to just look more like him. So don't buy into that negativity that Satan's going to start whispering in your ear that's going to play over and over again in your head like, I put myself here again. This is where I am again. God doesn't want good things for me. I can't do anything right. I'm not good enough to achieve this. Those are the things that he does and those are the things that he puts in your head. So the difference for me now is I'm aware of that. I'm aware of all of that. And so I don't buy into those things anymore when I'm in the valley because I have the promises of God in my heart. I've studied the word enough to know that what God always wants for me is good. I mean, I stand on the verse that says, Jesus says, I came to give, I come to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. That's a promise. And abundance isn't money, guys. I think sometimes when we say abundance, our mind immediately goes to money. To me, abundance is a peace and it's 
all the resources. It's all the money. It's all the good stuff. It's all the good health. It's everything good that comes from God. He has an abundant supply of it. So there's never a shortage. And that's why I say don't get in the scarcity mindset. There's never a shortage of anything because God is in control of all of it. And he has come to give you that abundant life. Not when you die and go to heaven. From the moment that you accept him as your savior, your abundant life begins. Just be careful that you don't make a correlation between abundant life that God talks about and abundance of the world because it's not an abundance of worldly things so there is a difference so once we're drawing near to him and once we're not letting the negativity roll around in our head we're not letting Satan start whispering lies to us in our mind okay what we want to do is we just want to walk in obedience so when I'm in the valley I try not to look so far ahead so sometimes God will give me the vision of hey this is um, I'm giving you this vision like head this way in the you know towards your future right like make these plans and all that but sometimes God isn't giving me that vision at the moment he's just saying look just draw near to me you're gonna need me okay let me refine you a little bit Walk in obedience to me every day don't look that far out in the future but look at what's in front of you at the moment Look at the people I put in front of you at the moment. You don't have to worry about your purpose down the road. Your purpose today is pour into that person that I put in front of you today. Your purpose today is to take care of your children if you're a mom. Your purpose today is to get through the day. Because if you're in a valley, sometimes we want to try to plan this big elaborate thing down the road. Or for me... Because I'm a high achiever, like that's part of my nature. Like I'm always thinking about what's the next thing I can do. So I know that about myself. Like I know that I'm always looking for the next thing, but I also have learned to listen to God. He says, you know what? I need you to do this little thing right here with me and not focus on that next thing yet. Be There's a reason. And so what I've learned now, my perspective is different. So, you know, what? I'm going to trust God because I don't know what's down the road. I don't know what's going to happen. And so he needs me to be here right now, very present with what's going on right now. I hope that's making sense to you guys. I I, I know it in my heart, (laughs) but sometimes when I say it out loud, I'm like, oh, I don't know if this resonates with people. And so when you guys send me messages on Instagram or on Facebook, like my heart is so happy. And it's happy because, not because of what I have said, but I pray that the words that I'm speaking which I truly feel like comes from God because I have to give him all the glory for this podcast because this is not an easy thing to do and I am weak and he gives he gives me everything I need everything comes from him and it's and it's just to his glory but the reason why I like to hear from you guys is I feel like that's God confirming saying I know you need this little confirmation that I know you're trusting me Candy but I'm going to give you this little gift of confirmation that you are touching somebody's life through these words and also when I think about when he talks about that his words does not return void and so I think every time I speak the word of God something from the word of God and and the Bible like scripture every time I speak that I know that he's doing a work in you through the Holy Spirit with those words. And then when I share my experiences, I'm thankful. Because I'm thankful that my valleys did not return void. Like I'm able to share that valley experience with you in hopes 
that your valley experience will be a moment of transformation. So, you know, my podcast is, you know, renewing your mind with truth. And that verse actually in Romans 12 too, it says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that's exactly what God does with us when we're in the valleys and we're drawing near to him. He is just trans transforming. He's sanctifying. He's transforming our heart. He's transforming our mind, our life, everything about us. So if you're in the valley right now, I'm, I'm just praying, praying over you right now that God is going to do a huge work in you, that he's not going to let that valley experience return void and that he's going to be able to use that for you to share with others, for you to grow, for you to make a huge impact for him. So I just pray that over you right now. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I want to remind you real quick, before we hop off here, join my Facebook group. I have people joining every day. I have big plans for that group. When the time is right, when God tells me I'm trying to trust in him and that and not get ahead of him, but I have loved the community. And so you can find the link in my show notes. So thank you guys so much. Y'all have a great week. Before you go, I would love to hear from you. Hop over to my Instagram and send me a direct message. I respond to all of them personally, and I would love to meet you. If you have felt blessed by today, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review. Take a screenshot of your review or this podcast episode, share to your story and tag me, and I'll give you a shout out. Together, we can help women renew their mind with biblical truth. I drop a new episode every Monday morning, so see you next week.